Hey guys, what's up? Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Hashtag Limitless Podcast. My name is Tesla, and I am here today to talk to you guys about um, an ADHD diagnosis that took a little bit longer. Um, I was actually dealing with it up until I was 18, and for that time, they had always just told me that because I was a girl um, and because I was blonde, they had chalked it up to me being flighty. Um, when it came to my forgetfulness. And this had been a big issue for me because growing up, um, I felt a lot of pressure to do really well in school and it was so hard to pay attention. And my mom had just done what the doctor said and just said, oh, well, she's just a kid. Let's just go put her outside. Let's just let her get her energy out. And what had happened was I grew up thinking there was something wrong with me. I literally grew up thinking that there was something wrong with me because I did not understand, because no one explained it to my mom well enough to explain it to me. Everything was, well, she's just hyper because she's a kid. Oh, she just can't pay attention because she's a girl. Or the fact, you know, they're chalking up to me being blonde, which, by the way, your hair color does not affect um, anything to do with having a learning disability. Now, we didn't know I had ADHD until I got to college. And the situation was I was in a computer information systems course and I loved it. I loved everything about it. And I would do really, really well on all the quizzes and the hands-on learning that we did. But then it would come time to take a test and I would fail the test. My teacher one day um, approached me and asked me if I had a learning disability, which caught me off guard and I was actually quite offended. but I couldn't blame her for asking because <laughs> our classroom overlooked a pond and quite often I would catch myself looking out there at the geese swimming and I would just completely zone out. So when she had asked me, I was like, what do you mean I have a learning disability? And she asked me if she could almost kind of study it. She said, can I give you the test in a different format and see how you do? Well, the format that everyone was given the test in was all the same questions we had on every quiz that would be like chapters one through 10 would be included in the first test. All of those quizzes I could have done and gotten perfect scores on. And then whenever the same questions were asked in a jumbled up format, I would fail them every single time. So she went ahead and took the test and she put all the questions in order that they were in for the quizzes. I got an A on it when she did that. I think I missed two, like two or three questions. It was like a 94%. At that point, she said, I think you need to go to the campus clinic. So I remember calling my mom and saying, you know, this just happened. And I was really thrown off. My mom's like, well, maybe she's right. Like she has a PhD. Maybe, maybe you should go to the campus clinic and see. And I remember going there and the doctor's office there was like, yeah, you know, you do have a lot of the, you know, the same things that we would say for ADHD or ADD. However, you could also have anxiety or depression. And I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, I'm, I don't feel like I'm depressed. So I went back home to my doctor in Bloomington and we went there and he had confirmed, yeah, you do have ADHD, ADD. So from there we started with medication and that was working out really, really well for a little while until they said, you know, some of your, some of the stuff you're exhibiting could be anxiety and depression. 
And all of this stuff kind of goes hand in hand. So let's put you on these medications and try it out. Well, heads up, if you guys have ever tried some of these different medications, um, I don't know how it worked for you, but for me, it was difficult. It, it was a lot of trial and error. And I don't mean anything by this for how the medication works for you, but for me, a lot of these medications did not work well with my brain chemistry. And I just want that to be known before I start speaking on it because they may work well for you, but they did not necessarily work well for me. So the first medication they had put me on when I um, had gotten my ADHD diagnosis was Adderall and they gave me way too high of a dosage. I will tell you that for my body, um, I would go from not being able to focus on anything to hyper-focusing and I would zone out a lot while I was driving. But Adderall is what I was on for 10 years. Now, when I graduated college, we dropped my dosage down. But during college, I was on 20 milligrams of Adderall XR along with um, another tablet of Adderall that I could take throughout the day, which was an extra 10 milligrams. And I rarely ever had to take that um, just because it was a lot. It was a lot on me. So after I had started taking Adderall and they saw how well I was starting to do on that with being able to actually um, take exams and be able to work on my classwork, we were like, okay, now let's see what we can do about the anxiety and depression that they thought accompanied my ADHD. Well, whenever they had started working on that, they had thrown in um, Celexa, which um, I had a really strange experience with Celexa, and I think maybe it was because I was still taking Adderall at the time. But um, I would have really bad chest pains, and I thought I was having like a heart attack. And then they said, no, that's just your anxiety. Um, panic attacks could often make you feel like you're having a heart attack. So Celexa was a no-go. Um, one of the next ones I tried was Effexor, and that was one of the last things I ever tried. I ended up quitting. They put me on Effexor, and they tried that out, and I felt like I was going crazy. So they said, well, why don't we drop you down to a lower milligram, but we'll do Effexor XR, which would last all day. I would not recommend Effexor XR to anybody because of my personal experience, but if it does work for you, then it works for you. Um, I, w I was going to school in Evansville at the time, and then I lived about two hours away um, at my parents' house. So I lived on campus during the school year, but I would drive home the two hours to visit, and it was like a straight shot on the interstate. I left my parents' house on the weekend to go back to Evansville because I did have a full-time job at the casino and I didn't realize I had left or I was driving until I got to about Jasper, which is like the halfway point on I-69. And I kind of came to, and it was crazy because I was terrified. I called my mom and I'm like, I, I'm driving. I just woke up in Jasper. And she's like, what do you mean you're, you just woke up in Jasper? Like, you left the house like an hour and a half ago. I didn't remember leaving my parents' house. I didn't remember driving. I didn't remember how I got to Jasper. When I looked down at my speedometer, I was going like 75. I don't remember if I had ran anyone off the road, if I had obeyed traffic signals. I don't know what, I, I don't know what happened. Um, Effexor was a really hard it was hard for me to deal with. I had quit it cold turkey after that. Um, I was very nervous about trying any other 
um, antidepressants, anti-anxiety medications because of that. And when I had quit taking it, um, I had gone through withdrawal because it, it was the type of pill where if you take it and then you stop taking it, you're supposed to taper down. I didn't do that. And I really struggled with it. Um, I was essentially going through heroin withdrawal for a couple of days is what my doctor said. My doctor was like, listen, um, you really should not stop taking this cold turkey. But since you've already stopped, like this is what you're going to have to go through. And after that, I tried Zoloft. Zoloft worked for a while. But then after a while, um, it almost made me feel like it was going, it was getting worse, if that makes sense. Like I felt like I was doing really good most days. And then I started, I remember I was driving and I was going around a curve and I just thought to myself, what if I just didn't turn the wheel and I just drove into that? And I'm very self-aware. So when that thought popped into my head, I knew that was something wrong. I knew that I am not a suicidal person by any means, but that I was getting worse taking Zoloft. Um, and that's something that was really hard for me because I thought, why, why would this pop into my head? Why would I start thinking like this? And I knew it wasn't me. I knew it had to be the medication. Um, so I told them after that, I didn't want to take anything for like to help with anxiety and depression. I just wanted something to help with my ADHD. And so they decided, you know what, since you do have a history of panic attacks, we're going to go ahead and give you Xanax just in case. And that to this day still is something that works for me. If I feel as if I'm having a panic attack, um, which I haven't really had panic episodes in over a year, um, it's gone a lot better. But we've also adjusted my medication again to where I'm no longer taking Adderall uh, for my ADHD. I now take Stratera, which has been a lifesaver for me because um, with Adderall, you really shouldn't take it long term. And I had been on it for about 10 years and I started having high blood pressure. So we were trying to find a way to where I could still have help with my ADHD, but I wouldn't have something that was affecting um, you know, my my vascular system and things like that. We didn't want something that was going to cause me to have to be on high blood pressure medication. So um, I had decided I'm not going to be taking all of these pills. I'm not going to bounce back and forth, have my brain chemistry screwed up. And this is this is just my own thinking, guys. If If certain medications work for you, that's great, but they were not working for me. So I had actually taken a break from all medication for like three months um, just to kind of feel if I wanted to ever take like medication again for my ADHD. And after three or four months, I was like, you know what? I think I'm willing to get back on something to help, but I don't want something that's going to affect me in such a way that I can't function the way I need to. That's when we figured out that a lot of my anxiety and depression, you know, the issues that we thought were anxiety and depression were actually for ADHD. It was actually things that I was struggling with my ADHD that we really thought um, was, oh, well, it could be this or it could be that. Guys, I wasn't depressed. I was I was kind of anxious, but it could have been the Adderall making it worse. Um, but at the end of the day, I went from years of thinking I was crazy. I really did. I thought I was going crazy because I had thoughts that were not me. I had struggled with drinking. And 
I feel like a lot of that, you know, my sobriety, I will take full responsibility for being an alcoholic. But I honestly believe that some of the medications I was on was making it worse. Um, and obviously, you should never mix alcohol and prescription medications. Like, there's a warning label. But I got to a point where, oh, well, my anxiety is so bad, I need to drink more. Well, a lot of it was the medication I was on was making my anxiety worse. And a lot of it was I didn't need to be on that in the first place. But it takes so long to be able to figure out what the difference is between ADHD and anxiety. And for me, it was hyperactivity, not being able to pay attention. Um, impulse control was an issue. Um, I could never get a single task completed. I really struggled with forgetfulness, which I know my husband still gets irritated with me to this day, but I will always forget something, um, whether we're going on a trip or whether I can't find my car keys, especially not being able to like listen and follow directions. I need to be told things several times and I will remind myself and even speak it out loud certain things that I need to focus on. But things like my irritability, um, trouble sleeping, I was getting really bad headaches and stuff like that. Some of that was my anxiety, but the medications I was on was making it worse. Now, my ADHD took a lot. It took a lot out of me not knowing what was wrong with me at the time. And, you know, I don't blame anyone. I know it takes doctors. It's Everything is so similar that it takes a while for doctors to be able to figure out what exactly is the issue. Um and for me, it was definitely trying to figure out what worked for me, what worked with my body. And now I'm able to be in a spot where I don't drink anymore. So I'm not as anxious, but now I'm able to see where those anxious uh, moments were contributed from my ADHD. I can also, I also spend a lot more time exercising when I feel stressed out, um, meditation, yoga, um, sometimes if I just, if I feel like things are just becoming too much, if there's just too much going on or I'm feeling overwhelmed, um, I'll sit down and I'll start reading a little bit of my Bible. I won't, I, I get distracted really easily. So I'll go through a short chapter. I call them chapters. I'll go through like a short chapter, but I'll read, you know, some Proverbs or I will go through and I will a lot of times I go back to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and I'll read something that's familiar to me, and that will bring me, you know, a sense of peace. But I spent so long feeling like I wasn't at peace that now I just look back on it, and I, I'm just thinking, well, I wish someone would have looked into this sooner. I wish I would have been able to figure this out earlier on so that I wouldn't have had to struggle with it for the last, you know, 10 years. But I am at a place now where I hope I'm able to help other people realize there are some things that are in your control and some things that are not. Um, and sometimes you just have to give yourself grace. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. It's your brain chemistry. And sometimes by taking certain medications, it's trial and error. Um, definitely go with your gut on it. If something is making you have thoughts that you know are not you, you need to talk to your doctor. If you are struggling with substance abuse, you need to talk to your doctor. If your medications are making you want to drink heavily, you need to talk to your doctor. Like you have got to figure these things out. 
And if you're like me, you may have to switch doctors and find someone who's better suited to deal with what you're going through. Therapy is great. Talking things out is great. But there are some times where you're going to have to take medication. I can't tell you that prayer or going to church or having a relationship with God is going to fix having anxiety and ADHD. But what I can tell you is giving in and realizing you're not in control is the best thing I ever did. It truly is. I gave up feeling like I had to be in control of everything. I gave up feeling like I was being weighed down by not achieving my own expectations of myself. And it wasn't my fault. It wasn't my fault. I just needed to switch my medication up. And I felt better. I started feeling like me again. I started feeling like I was on the road to becoming limitless.